Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Murph's Moments. I am your host, David Murphy. Still haven't met up with Heath yet, but I promise it's coming. I know I've said it the last couple of episodes. It's been a while since I've been on and uh, able to uh, record. Things have been uh, pretty hectic. Um, and a part of it is that I've been trying to meet up with Heath, but again, um, he is busy, and so uh, life is much more important than uh, uh, the fantasy world of uh, podcasting. Um, but uh, where to even start with uh, this podcast? Now, I'm not saying that because I don't know where I'm going. I know clearly what I'm about to talk about for the next uh, 30 minutes or so, um, and that is Arizona Cardinal football. Uh, they are 3-0. and uh, right now, uh, playing the they'll play the Rams this uh, upcoming Sunday, undefeated in uh, the month of September, um, and uh, the games have been uh, very different but great in their own way. Um, and it started with uh, Tennessee, um, Arizona winning 38 to 13 completely shutting down Derrick Henry, who only had 17 carries for 58 yards. Um, uh, A non-factor with uh, Julio Jones. Um, A non-factor for for Brown. Um, You know, those are the three guys with Ryan Tannehill that that really make up the offense for Tennessee. Um, And... uh, they uh, played um, uh, not as well as what people were hoping if you're a Tennessee fan. Uh, and they are a uh, playoff team for sure. They were last year and this was this is a quality win, first win uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and uh, I, I did uh, call in to uh, Wolf and Luke, but I wasn't able to get my, my recording like I normally do. Um, but I do remember kind of what I had said, um, and that is uh, just because uh, the, the score um, doesn't, um, you know, in, is not indicative of um, Tennessee and how they'll play. Um, or doesn't show, you know, how good they are. They're still a good team, and it was a quality win. It's, it's something like that is what I said. But um, Kyler Murray, he was 21 of the 32 for 289 yards, four touchdowns um, through the air, one um, um, I, uh, one interception, and he ran in for one, so he was accounted for uh, five total scores. Ryan Tannehill, he was uh, 21 of 35 for 212 yards, one score and one pick. Um, Chase Edmonds, uh, 12 carries for 63 yards. Um, I already mentioned Derrick Henry, his 17 for 58. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, six receptions for 83 yards, two scores. And um, Rodgers for four receptions, uh, 62 yards for uh, Tennessee. Um, Cardinals. Had uh, 22 uh, first downs, 13 passing, uh, 7 uh, rushing, and then 2 from penalties. 
Um, the Titans had 17 first downs, 12 passing, 5 rushing, and uh, none from penalties. Third down efficiency for the Cardinals, 7 of 13. Uh, Tennessee, 5 of 14. Um, and then uh, Tennessee was 1 of 3 on fourth downs. Total plays, 67 for the Cardinals, 64 for Tennessee. Total yards, 416, 248 for Tennessee. Um, 12 drives apiece for Tennessee. Uh, uh, for both teams, 6.2 yards um, per play for the Cardinals, 3.9 for Tennessee, um, passing 280 um, for the Cardinals, uh, the Titans 162, um, 8 yards per pass, 8.2 yards, excuse me, per pass for the Cardinals, um, Tennessee, they were 3.9, um, again, both picks, uh, for uh, both quarterbacks, um, two sacks for nine yards against uh, Kyler Murray, and uh, six sacks for 56 yards um, for Tennessee. And let's not bury the lead. Um, and Chandler Jones had five of them. And with uh, I want to say who had the sixth one. Um, might have been, I can't remember who it was. Maybe I'll, I'll get to it here in, in, in my, in the notes here. But, uh, um, rushing 136 for the Cardinals, uh, 86 for Tennessee, 33 attempts, uh, for 4.1 yards per rush for the Cardinals, 22 attempts for 3.9 for Tennessee. Red zone, uh, Cardinals were four for five. Tennessee was two for two. Um, penalties, um, eight penalties for 59 yards for the Cardinals. Seven penalties for 57 for Tennessee. Uh, three total turnovers for Tennessee, only the one for the Cardinals. Um, and then uh, two fumbles lost, one pick. Um, and then of course, again, one pick for the Cardinals. Um, time of possession, 33-21. 26-39 for Tennessee. Um, great uh, game, as as I had had mentioned. Um, and uh, uh, Tennessee has actually, and to improve my point, um, they have won their their uh, last two games against the Seahawks, 33 to 30, and then uh, against the Colts, 25-16. So since the Cardinals, they are two and one, uh, and uh, so it kind of proves from a point. And I, I know it's early and it's a small sample size for both uh, both teams, but uh, um, kind of like I said, you know, is not uh, indicative of Tennessee and you know how they were going to play. It's just Cardinals showed up and showed out, and that that is for sure. Uh, like I said, a larger part to Chandler Jones and his five sacks, it, it equals um, um, the franchise record they was uh, set last year by Hassan Reddick, um, and it uh, beats Chandler's own personal best. Um, Chandler Jones is on in, in a contract year, so um, and in the best shape of his life, so uh, contributed to that. Um, going into week two, 
um, or after the game, it uh, Chandler Jones was would be on pace for 85 sacks. Now, um, a sp- quick spoiler alert: he didn't uh, get any, uh, or he hasn't had any since game one. Um, and well, you have five in in um, in one game, three before the first or three in the first quarter not the first half first quarter um you're going to get some attention drawn your way um why he was so open in 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 the first game i have no idea maybe uh it had a lot to do with uh jj watt and you know that he's had 17 career sacks against uh tennessee in his time with houston so they were focused on on him i'm not sure but um uh, Chandler Jones had had a day that is uh, that is for sure um, so Cardinals 1-0 after week one week two they are uh, come home and it's their uh, first home home game of the season uh, winning a close one 34 to 33 um, and uh, a, uh, a mixed a mixed a missed game-winning field goal for Minnesota, as well as a missed um, point after. Um, and uh, I remember that Dave Pasch had said, hey, pay attention to this. This might come and play. And uh, sure enough, it did, because imagine if he had gotten his point after, it would have been 34-34. We've gone on into overtime, assuming everything else had, had gone the same way. Um, Kirk Cousins, uh, he was 22 of 30, 32, 244 yards, uh, three scores. Kyler Murray was 29 of 36, 400 yards, three scores, uh, two picks. Dalvin Cook, um, 22 carries, 131 yards. Chase Edmonds, eight carries, 46 yards. Um, Osborne, five receptions, 91 yards, and a score. Uh, Rondale Moore, seven receptions, 114 yards, and a score. Um, the rookie getting it done. Um, I did fail to mention it. It popped up in my head as I was uh, thinking about it. But uh, um, at the end of week one, of course, Chandler Jones uh, walked away with the NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Um a lot of people thought that Kyler Murray should have gotten the um, NFC offensive player, but he did not end up going to Matthew Stafford, um, who had a good game. Only had, uh, I want to say, three scores, three or four scores, where Kyler Murray had five. Um, and the only other person that you know had five was uh, Jameis Winston with the, with the Saints. But... Uh, um, if you compare quality opponents, uh, again, uh, game one is not indicative of what a lot of people believe Tennessee is going to be. Um, Cardinals played a much more quality opponent, and uh, I believe Kyler was had more yards and a little bit more efficient as well. Um, but you can't get them all. But anyway, back to the Minnesota and uh, um, Cardinal. Um, game Um, for uh, the Vikings 22 first downs 10 from passing 11 from um, rushing and then one from uh, penalties 
Cardinals had 21 first downs, 16 passing, 5 rushing, um, and 0 from first downs. Uh, the Vikings were 2 of 10 on third down. Cardinals were 3 of 9. Um, fourth down efficiency uh, for the Cardinals, they were 1 of 1. Um, 60 total plays from both teams. 419 yards for the Vikings, 474 for the Cardinals. Um, 11 drives uh, for uh, Minnesota, 12 for Arizona. Um, and very similar yards per play, 7 uh, for Minnesota, 7.9 for the Cardinals. Um, passing, 242 for the Vikings, 371 for the Cardinals at uh, 7.3 yards for um, Kirk Cousins and 9.5 for Kyler Murray. Um, and then uh, uh, sacks and yards loss, one for two yards against Kirk um, and three for 29 against uh, um, Kyler. Um, uh, let's see. But 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 uh, that was uh, rushing 177 for Minnesota, 103 for the Cardinals. Uh, 21 attempt or 27 attempts to Cardinals 21 uh, yards per rush 6.6 Cardinals 4.9 um, in the red zone for Minnesota they were two of three Cardinals were three of four um, penalties three for 16 for Minnesota five for 40 for Arizona. Two total turnovers uh, for the Cardinals. Both of them were interceptions. None for Minnesota. And uh, Minnesota did have a uh, special teams uh, defensive score um, as well. Time of possession, 28.08 for Minnesota, 31.52 for the... uh, uh, Cardinals. Um, I was able to capture my um, my call in to Wolf and Luke um, Monday after the game, and so I'll go ahead and share my thoughts from that right now. David, how you doing? I'm doing good, guys. It's always good to call in. Um, I, I felt like, uh, maybe like everybody else, uh, is that uh, yeah, it was good to get a, a win like that in that fashion. You know, so many years that it, it's gone the other way against the Cardinals. Uh, but it was good to get a win that way. And, and, and for me, um, you know, I listen on the app. I, I, I don't have red zone or anything like that. So I, I li- actually listen on Sundays on Sirius XM and I subscribe to that. So painting the picture for you, just waiting for Pash's call to kind of come in. He's like, the kick is up and it's no good. And I was expecting, oh, it's absolutely perfect. You know, like just so many times. Oh, it's absolutely perfect. Cardinal lose. And it, and it didn't go that way. And it was just, it, you know, I'm on pins and needles every time. Every time I listen to every play, uh, listening, uh, you know, via radio and whatnot. And, uh, it's uh, such an uh, experience for me as a listener, as a fan, so far away. Um, it's uh, I, I enjoy it, and, and uh, it, it was like I said, good to get a win in that fashion. That's 
Yeah, very, very cool right there, man. All the way from Mobile, Alabama. Listening, that is incredible. David is one of the best. He's always out there representing the Cardinals that far away, but we're actually going to go even further to uh, leave it. How you doing? Yeah, there I am, man, on the air again after a while of uh, um, not being able to call in for or having a reason to call in for anything after the Suns run. And uh, um, the next caller was, was from Florida, so he had me beat uh, – and he had some good things to say and kind of mentioned a lot of the same things I did. But um, it was good to have someone like uh, Matt Prater um, on your team who, uh, you know, is so accurate with his kicks, has, has well, had, and I'll get into that um, uh, when I talk about this um, next uh, uh, in week three, but uh, had the record for... Um, uh, field goal, it was 60, was it 64 or 65 in Denver, something like that. Um, like I said, spoiler, there, some the new record, um, it has been broken. Um, but you know, someone that can make his kicks and, um, you know, um, made, made one going into the half. Um, against uh, Minnesota um, and uh, it nailed it from, from 62 is, is what it was um, going into half and, and you have uh, uh, momentum on your side you um, uh, you know play play well and you know you're you were rewarded um, you know, you upgraded at that position, and and some and upgraded in many positions. Um, biggest thing is is leadership. You know, that's what uh, Steve Kime had said at the beginning of of the off season. He said we want to get better with the leadership, and um, we want to be more physical. Um, and they they've definitely. You know, prove their physicality in week one with such a dominating physical, two physical teams. And then, you know, feeling good about yourself, um, beating a good team in Tennessee, and then playing at home, you know, the, the test was okay, now we need to have leadership when, when things aren't going your way. Um, you have some adversity, some some kicks thrown and and whatnot, um, and you know that that gets tested in week two. And just like last year, you you win and you're you're two and zero, um, and then now you face you face a third challenge um, in week three against a lesser opponent. So. Three three weeks in a row, um, the Cardinals face you know something that they struggled with you know an aspect that they struggled with um, last season, and um, it it really makes a a big difference um, in in uh, in my opinion um, for sure. And it, it uh, 
was certainly, you know, good, good to, it's certainly good to be 3-0 and as, uh, well, no, no further ado about to um, discuss and go on the road against uh, Jacksonville, like I said, a, a lesser team. Actually, you know, you're down at the half, um, which I'll get to in a second. And then you rally and, and win 31-19. Cardinals winning 31-19 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, to, they approved to 3-0. and Jacksonville is 0-3 uh, now. Um, and uh, um, actually, Jacksonville has played, this, uh, played last night, so now they're 0-4. But um, Kyler Murray, 28 of 34, 316 yards. Um and one interception. Um, Trevor Lawrence, 22 of 34, 219 yards, one touchdown, and two picks. Uh, James Conner, 11 carries for 43 yards and two scores. Um, uh, Robinson, 15 carries for 88 yards, one score. A.J. Green, five receptions for 112 yards. And then um, um, Jones, Six uh, receptions for 62 yards. Um, and after um, game two, um, Cardinals get a uh, another um, a NFC uh, award, and that's two in a row and was given to Kyler Murray. Uh, I know I should have mentioned it before. So my mind is all over the place, and I do apologize as it is oftentimes. But um, so Kyler did does get his um, NFC award that a lot of people thought he got robbed from in week uh, two. So that makes two in a row, and I will not forget um, the award that was won. Um, spoiler after week three, which we're on right now. Uh, but uh, team uh, stats for the Cardinals: uh, 22 or 23 first downs, 14 from passing, eight from uh, rushing, one from penalty. Um, the Jaguars: 20, and they had uh, 10 from uh, passing, nine from rushing, and one from penalty. Uh, Cardinals were one of nine uh, from third down. Just uh, they haven't been very good this. Uh, year and that's something they need to improve um upon but when you're 3-0 you know it's it's a lot easier to do uh jaguars there were 2 of 11 uh, cardinals were uh 2 of 2 um including um a um a fourth down conversion on your own side of the field as uh the cardinals have been known to do uh, Jaguars, they were one of one. Total play, 64 for the Cardinals, 66 for um, the Jags. Um, 407 total yards for the Cardinals. Jaguars, 361. Total drives, 11 for the Cardinals, 12 for the Jaguars. Um, yards per play, 6.4, 5.5 for Jacksonville. Um, passing yards, 316. Um, and uh, 202 for Jacksonville. Um, 
9.3 yards per pass um, and 5.5 for Trevor Lawrence. One pick um, for um, Kyler Murray, which was a um, pick six, and uh, two for um, no. I don't. Kyler's wasn't a, a pick six. Yes, it was. It was a pick six, um, and then two interceptions for. Um, Trevor Lawrence, one not a pick six, the other a pick six to Byron Murphy, and I'll go ahead and answer it right now, Byron Murphy with the defensive, so they have at this point um, two defensive, one offensive, so I guess if you follow that pattern, uh, Cardinals can have a great game against the Rams, maybe someone like D-Hop or someone offensively can get get one, and um, and they've all been different too, so we've got to keep it different too. So to have four in a row, um, uh, Cardinals have had three um, before, um, but never this early. So I think it would be a franchise record to have four players um, in a row if they do that uh, this uh, Sunday. But anyway, back to the um, game. Uh, no sacks on Kyler Murray, um, but three uh, for 17 yards against Trevor Lawrence. Um, rushing 91 yards, 159 for uh, Jacksonville. Um, three yards per rush for uh, uh, the Redbirds. 5.5 for Jacksonville. Um, three of four in the red zone. Two of four for Jacksonville. Seven of 58 in for penalties. Um, they had four for 40 for Jacksonville, uh, four total turnovers for Jacksonville, two, the two fumbles and two interceptions. Um, they, uh, uh, and then just the one interception thrown for, uh, Kyler Murray for his turnover. Um, both teams had a defensive slash special team touchdown, um, for Jacksonville, it was a um what would have been a, a um uh 68 yard field goal made by uh Prater that was missed and returned for 109 yards uh for Jacksonville um and a kick six so uh, um thankfully since the Cardinals won, it's not a kick six that I don't have to get rubbed in my face since, uh, you know, Auburn and Alabama. Um, and then, of course, the uh, uh, pick six uh, for um, Byron Murphy uh, on behalf of the Cardinals. So, time of possession, 32 um, minutes and 54 seconds. Um, 27 minutes and six seconds. The um, 109 yard missed field goal for a touchdown um, did at that time put um, Jacksonville up going into the half. So they're, you know, talking about adversity again, talking about leadership going into the, um, you know, going in on the road 
your um, adversity, facing adversity, you have a um, deflating play, you know, a crazy play, um, you're on the road, you're down, and, uh, but not out, of course, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? And they, they've responded and rallied and ended up winning the game. Uh, so, and to which both Cliff and Kyler had mentioned in their press conferences in the past two years they would have lost, and I would definitely agree. Um, this is a different team. It is a better team, um, and they are single-minded focus. You know, the focus right now is 1-0 on, on uh, every, go 1-0 in every week. You're not going to win them all. It's hard to win in, in the NFL. Um, there's a reason why it is the uh, highest level um, our species has created. Um, and uh, it doesn't matter how you win as long as you get the win. And which leads me into my call in um, once. Uh, I was able to call in twice, actually, once for uh, the new show morning show Bickley and Murata and then I called in for uh, Wolf and, and Luke I technically a three times I did call in my first time on uh, Cardinal Talk uh, the post game and I'll probably do that more often um, but uh, since it's not made into a podcast or something for me to record later or it's kind of hard to get a quick draw on your phone to do it um won't hear many of those but um i'm enjoying calling in uh, a lot obviously to use it on my show and to have a different perspective um but uh uh here is my call in for um bickley and barada and uh my, my you'll hear my botched my botched mistake trying to remember what the post game show is called um in here as well which i got correct when i called in for wolf and luke but anyway here we go alabama for this call dave wow. david is up next here on bickley Murata mornings hey david hey guys it's a good day calling uh for your show first time calling and this show i call in uh, uh wolf and uh, luke all the time but uh i want to uh just uh a couple of thoughts that I had. Um, of course, um, very positive takeaway from the game. A couple of them is uh, doesn't really matter. We all say this. It doesn't really matter how you win. It's as long as you get the win because you don't look at it at the end and say, oh, well, it was a great win. It was a weak win. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, there are obviously some things to be concerned about, and I believe they can and will fix those those things. But I told Jared and I told. Uh, uh, the uh, guys uh, at the end of the game, the, uh, I can't even remember what it's, what it's the Arizona uh, uh, talk at the end of the post game show. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I told them the same thing. Is that I didn't uh, believe that uh, um, they would be 3 0 at this point. And then, uh, Vince, you just uh, mentioned it. Uh, I didn't believe they'd be 3 0, maybe. Um, you know, two and one. I definitely didn't think they would have a better record than Kansas City, and uh, that that's that's a kind of a big takeaway for me that they have better record than some of these, um, you know, surefire playoff teams. And now 
crazy. David, thanks for the uh, phone call all the way from Alabama. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs are a story unto themselves right, right now. Uh, they really should be 0-3 at this point. Yes. You can, you, well, you can build a, a strong case that they should be 0-3. No, you, yeah, the Browns had them yeah. week one, and, and Baker Mayfield, real bad interception, kind of turned that thing around. And, but you're right. That's, well, a punter um, dropping a ball. <laughs> that too. Yeah, on a yeah. perfect snap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but to David's point, there is a little bit of an element with a 3-0 and record that the Cardinals are playing with, with house money. Now, they got to fight against that temptation. they got to fight against that feeling moving forward because things get tough next two weeks. Yep. Certainly very tough with the Rams and the 49ers. And I was impressed with the 49ers coming back last night. They, they got down 17 to Green Bay, and they fought back in, in that game and actually took the lead. Yeah, that was, you know, what lost in that game was a big moment for Jimmy Garoppolo because we had talked about what a big stage it was for him. And there were a couple of times down the stretch when you saw Kyle Shanahan kind of like rolling his eyes on the sideline. For him to come up with that touchdown pass and put that team ahead was a big deal for him. Yep, thanks for all the uh, phone calls on this Big Red Monday. Now Wolf and Luke. What's going on? Hey guys, thanks for having me on as per usual. Um, I uh, mentioned this on Bickley and Murata and uh, Cardinal Talk after the uh, game. And uh, the Cardinals have uh, a better record than uh, a lot of teams, and particularly one that I was surprised about um, starting is the Kansas City Chiefs. I didn't think that uh, they would have a better record than the Chiefs at this point. I thought they might have equaled them, maybe a 2-1 and one or something like that. And I would imagine that the, uh, the Chiefs would fall out a lot of uh, power pulls. At least I would expect them to. But uh, the question that I have... Um, is do you guys or are you guys uh, worried about the uh, the recent injuries, particularly uh, that on the offensive line? Uh, I know I would be, but uh, I know you guys might have a little bit more of a better uh, thought about it than than I do as far as uh, injuries on on that front. Uh, I just uh, thank you guys for taking my call. All right, David, I appreciate it. Yeah, look, I mean, there, there are the offensive lines a little bit beat up, and I'm worried, but they lose Justin Pugh actually on that field goal, didn't they? Uh, it's, uh, he was he was one of the guys that uh, was out there, and he ended up getting hurt. They, they're a little beat up on the O-line. We'll get more of an update as the week goes on. But if you ask me if I'm worried, injuries happen. I'm worried when they happen right before a matchup with the Rams. No, I'm with you on that one right there. Um, the offensive line, I, I, I have to wait. And, and see what exactly it's going to be with Justin Pugh and the status, of course, on Kelvin Beachum and when he might be expected back, um, Justin Murray as well. Listen, it's, it's still up in the air right now, but you're right. You know, that can be a situation where you get hurt up, you get banged up or hurt up, as my old coach used to say on the offensive line, you are in trouble. And, you know, hopefully that's not going to be the case going forward, but we're going to have to wait and see on that. I don't know. Let's go back out to the phone. Yep. And the uh, Cardinals are a little bit banged up, like I said. Um, and actually, I'll go ahead and, and give a little bit of an update. It's, uh, you know, I guess it's it's something to be concerned about because this is a, the probably the best offensive line that the uh, Cardinals have had. Um, but uh, if uh, we look at the... Um, Injury report right now. Um, uh, the people that were that are injured, is, as far as offensive line, Kelvin Beecham, um, 
he hasn't practiced uh, at all this week. Um, yeah, he plays a uh, right tackle. Um, and then let's see. Uh, let's see. Justin Murray is the other one. He's out with a uh, uh, Beecham with the ribs. Um, um, Justin Murray with the back. He uh, missed practice Wednesday and Thursday, but uh, a half um, participant uh, Friday. I'd imagine he would be a, a game time. Kelvin Beecham might be a game time decision as well. Usually, when you have, um, you know, when you don't practice three uh, uh, days in a row, you're you're out. Uh, I don't think he's been listed out as of this moment. And then uh, Justin Pugh is uh, also with, uh, battling a back injury. Um, you know, some tightness and soreness is usually what it is. Um, did not practice uh, Wednesday and Thursday, but was a full participant on Friday. So he he was he will probably be a go. Um, of course, a lot of it has to do with well, you never know um, with a back. You know, it could it could you can be feel good one day and then next thing you know, just like anybody. Um, but especially if you play sports, uh, it can get tightened up and you're like, oh well, I, I you know I can't you know it hurts to move and and whatnot. So. Um, I think those guys will be game time decision. Probably all of them will be. Um, well, I said maybe, you know, it may be Beecham, but, you know, uh, maybe he'll be out. But uh, Josh Jones has been ste- stepped up and been playing well. So you have uh, one, uh, if not two of them, of the three that can go uh, um, to start the game maybe. You know, you have a, a good uh, chance. Um, but you definitely want the best five, best he- healthiest five, out there, regardless of who it is, um, especially against uh, Aaron Donald, who is arguably the the best uh, player in the NFL right now uh, against uh, amongst his peers. Uh, a lot of time gets a lot of first place votes um, for top you know top 100 and whatnot. Um, probably will go down as one of the best um, interior guys of all time, um, and that's tough to say even uh, 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 you know above. Um, uh, some guys that you know played in the 80s and, and 90s and, and whatnot that were really really good. Uh, a name that uh, is slipping my mind right now um, that uh, Ron Wolfley talks about all the time, and uh, it, you know I can't remember who it is, but it probably hit me well after this podcast is wrapped up. But uh, definitely a uh, a problem. The other guys that are not offensive line that uh, were um, injured is uh, Eno Benjamin. He's out with a hamstring. He was a half participant Thursday um, and did not practice Friday. A.J. Green was uh, was out for rest, did not practice Thursday or Friday, but it was uh, for rest reasons. I'm not worried about him. Um, Hopkins has been had been dealing with some ribs, but he was a full participant Thursday and Friday. Never worried about Hopkins. He, did, he just doesn't miss games. Um... Rodney Hudson also on the offensive line, but it's for rest. Did not practice uh, Wednesday uh, or th- uh, Thursday or Friday. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Chandler Jones was out for rest. N- no practice uh, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, or Friday. Um, and then uh, Corey Peters also out for rest. Did not practice Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday as well. Um, so the guys out for rest, you know, Veterans Day's office, uh, we call them, um, will probably be in as far as the Cardinals. But uh, uh, as far as the 
standings go amongst the the league. Rams three and zero. They play uh, the Cardinals. Um, 49ers two and one. Seahawks down to the bottom of the division, one and two. Packers um, after their week one loss are two and one. Bears are one and two. Vikings are one and two. Lions are zero oh and three. Just bad luck for for the Lions. They they've lost some really close games that maybe they shouldn't have. And uh, um, but uh, maybe they'll get their first win this week. Panthers a big surprise to me. Um, three and zero as well so they're undefeated with the uh cardinals and rams so that's three uh teams buccaneers two and one they lost against the rams last week um sunday night football saints two and one um falcons one and two they got their first win the uh um the other uh the other night um cowboys two and one uh washington football team one and two eagles one and two giants oh and three uh, as well as the Jets 0-3. I'll just go ahead and get that out of the way. New York, they suck. Um, don't matter what team it is. Um, <laughs> Bengals, they are 3-1. and one. Um, They won last night against uh, um, the... Uh, well, who did I say they, they played? Against the Jaguars. Um, Ravens are 2-1. and one. Browns are 2-1. and one. Steelers are 1-2. and two. A lot of people think Ben uh, uh doesn't have any more... I guess we'll find out. Titans, like I said, they are 2-1 since the uh, first week against the Cardinals. So, uh, again, they're good. Um, Texans, 1-2. Colts, 0-3. Jaguars, 0-4. Bills, 2-1. Dolphins, 1-2. Patriots, 1-2. And then Jets, 0-3, as I've mentioned. Raiders are 3-0. Broncos are 3-0. Those are the other two teams making five total teams that are undefeated. Um, arguably for Broncos, they are the worst uh, undefeated team right now um, because they have played teams uh, with a combined 0-9. Well, now that Jacksonville ha- has lost 0-10 record. Um, so... Um, you know, maybe they are good, you know, but it's hard to tell when you have played against teams that are bottom of the barrel. Um, and then Chargers two and one and Chiefs, again, as I said, um, the surprise one and two, arguably they should have lost against their, their week one opponent and could be very well be, um, oh, and three. Um, so that's very surprising, especially a lot of people consider him a Super Bowl contender, a Super Bowl favorite. Um, obviously a lot left, a lot of ball left to be played. Um, but, uh, if I had to rank the undefeated teams, I'd probably go Rams Cardinals, um, Raiders, Panthers um, and Broncos, uh, as far as that goes. Um, yeah. That's probably what I would, probably what I would do. Um, also, a uh, surprise to me, it, being the Bengals are three and one. Um, they, uh, playing pretty well uh down there 
you know, just after having a terrible year the other day, or the other day, the other year, uh, last year. Um, so that, that's a big surprise to me. Um, not really surprised about anything, anything else. Maybe the Steelers, but, you know, Big Ben is... Uh, is old and and a lot of the rookie quarterbacks are getting some flack, and I don't understand. This is the last thing I'm probably going to talk about. Is a lot of them have new coaches, um, so that's a big thing. You, you're a rookie, you know, especially um, Urban Meyer is a rookie coach in the league. He has a lot of uh, college experience, of course probably one of the best in, uh, in college and will go down probably a, a top five or top ten um, all-time college coach, no doubt. Um, but all of these rookies are kind of getting a hard time, but I mean, find me a rookie that didn't um, play, you know, or, or that, that, that played um, or didn't have their ups and downs. I mean, you know, a lot of rookies are going to have some ups and downs, and it's still very, very early. I mean, I mean, there's some to extent that are the exception. That uh, I mean, I think Kyler is one of those exceptions. That he, as a dual uh, sport athlete, drafted top in both the MLB and the NFL. Um, but. I mean, that's one of those things. It, they're, they're, rookies are going to struggle. So if you're one of those that's just kind of judging these these rookies um, and just how bad they're playing, you know, give them a break um, because there's a lot of factors that go into that. Um, but anyway, just get off my soapbox there, um, uh, wrapping it up. I will do um, – I haven't done one in a while, but I will do an episode – um, on the Diamondbacks, it's not going to be a very good episode, I can tell you that. Um, I'll probably be recapping their season, um, or lack thereof. Um, but uh, as always, I, I appreciate uh, the click. And uh, again, hopefully uh, next time, or uh, you know, sometime soon, we get. Uh, uh, Heath and I both both on it and, and go for it. But uh, I do appreciate you guys listening. And uh, um, as always, uh, Murph's, Murph's moments, Murph out, whatever you want to call it. I appreciate it. Thank you.